Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Or whatever day you're listening on. Just a quick little shout out to our weekend episodes. Sadly, Saturday's episode was all me, but I did open up about prayer and my struggle with prayer. So if you're interested in that topic, you can go check that out. And then sweet Tori came back to the podcast for Sunday. <laughs> and as you'll hear in this one, her voice is struggling. So we are, she's, she's being a champ. She's doing her best to push through this and let's just get cracking. Also, let's give Chatty a little shout out for doing the podcast all by his lonesome. He did a great job. Yo, it was, I, I literally was just staring at a wall, talking into a microphone to people <laughs> who aren't there. And it was, it was a, it was a weird time for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, you did a good job, but y'all, my voice is still struggling. So just bear with me. Um, but today we're reading out of Micah 6, 8, and it's titled Righteous Living. It says, Know, O people, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have given you clear directions in my word. You don't have to struggle to understand what I want from you. I desire for you to show the same mercy to others that I showed to you. I desire for you to humble yourself and know that you need me more than anything. I ask you to live righteously for your benefit and for the benefit of the people around you. I know it's hard to understand the power of humility when you live in a world that encourages you to promote yourself. But apart from me, you can do nothing of eternal value. Don't be afraid to say that you need me. The more you surrender, the more you will see my hand move on your behalf. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, Many of us have a long list of things we think we need to do to be close to God. But in this passage of Scripture, He simply asks us to do what is right. Sometimes we get so busy doing the work of the Lord that we forget the basics including our need to let God work in us. The treasure of truth says, humility brings holiness into action. I hate to ask you to do this, but can you reread the first two sentences of the love letter? Yeah. It says, I have given you clear directions in my word. You don't have to struggle to understand what I want from you. Yeah. I, that part really struck a chord with me because I feel like we sometimes... How do I say this in a polite way? We tend to pretend that we don't know what God wants for us mm-hmm. almost as an excuse to do things that aren't in his will yeah, or, or to be obedient to the plan he has for our life. Totally. I saw this quote on Instagram earlier and like it hit me like a truck. What was it? Like a hard truck, a big truck. Okay. I guess you people in the UK that are listening, you'd call it a, a, a lorry. Oh, <laughs> I can't oh say goodness. it, but anyways. So the quote said this. Some of us want a seat at the same table Jesus is trying to flip. Mm, wow. You want to talk about that for a second? So good. And the thing is, is that for us, we, the, the instructions are clearly there. We just need to open our scripture mm-hmm. and we can walk in obedience. Yeah. And inside of that obedience is to be able to show compassion, like what we yeah. talked about in yesterday's devotional and showing mercy and walking humbly, Yeah, you know, and, but we just have to first acknowledge 
this is what God is asking of us. Right. Now, the real struggle isn't knowing what God wants for us. The real struggle is how do we do what God wants for us? Yeah. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I posted that God doesn't want your opinion. He wants your obedience. Ooh, okay. And I think it's a really easy struggle to get trapped in because God gives us clear instructions in his word. And yet so often we want to bring all of our opinions to the table. And it's not that God doesn't want to hear us out, but what he wants more is our obedience and our trust in him that we would read this and truly take it to heart and know that it's the best for us. Cause I think often we get instructions and yet we give him backlash, like almost your parents telling you to make your bed in the morning and you're like, Oh, but I don't have time, you know, but God's saying, Hey, if you follow my instructions, it's actually going to lead you in the right path. Yeah. It leads to human flourishing. Yeah. And now that we know that the key is for us to work through that struggle to obey God, it's like, okay, well, how do we do that? How do we, how do we fight through that resistance we feel to obey God and to do what is right? Well, you know, it's not the most perfect answer because I think we all wish that we could just flip the light switch and then it's like, okay, now we get it. But no, Mm -hmm. it requires daily action. It requires practice. It requires showing yourself grace. You know, it, it requires getting into God's um, book, it, it requires getting into your prayer room. Yeah. It requires asking the Holy Spirit for help. Yeah. You know, it requires a really good plan in order to walk righteously because that's what being humble is all about is knowing that you can't do this alone, but we have a loving father who wants to like hold our hand in this process. Do you want me to pray baby? I'd love that because my voice is <clears throat> pretty gone. <laughs> yeah. But you're doing a great job despite the circumstances. Well, thanks babe. Cool. I'm going to go pray. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to be here and pray. I'm not going to go. I'll be right here. Lord, thank you for just putting us here. Thank you for this time to, to think about you and to, and to learn more about you and to focus on you, God. We, we, we want to dedicate more time to you, God. We want to learn more about what you're asking of us, God. We want to learn more of how we can do that with you because we know we need you to do it. We need your Holy Spirit to just, uh, empower us and and hold our hand through this process as we try to obey you, God. As we try to do the things that you're you're asking of us, but it's hard, Lord. We won't we won't deny that. There's such a pull from the other side, Lord, and we pray that you will you will you will help us diminish that feeling and that pull to be disobedient, to rebel against your will for our life, God. We all have it in us, but God, but please help us to not fall into that. Help us to see these um, these these callings and these way of livings that you have for us and see it as fruitful and a way for us to flourish, God. Help us be excited about that. Help us to cherish that. And Lord, we just ask that you'll forgive any any of the, the wrongs that we've committed, whether it's a, an action or even a thought, God. Um, we just pray that you'll forgive us for that and help us receive your forgiveness, Lord. And thank you for doing that. We we trust you to forgive us, God, because you said that you will. So thank you for that, God. And we can feel the weight coming off of us for that. And thank you for encouraging us to confess to you, God. And Lord, we're just going to leave some time here for our audience to continue to pray. And we're going to be praying with them. Cover me in the blood and heal me.
Amen, God. Amen, God. Oh, oh Sorry. my poor babies. <laughs> Hopefully her voice will be back and add it really soon because I know I know we all are missing her sweet voice. Oh, well, sorry, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, I actually was just reading this while Chad was praying, but the next chapter in uh, Micah that we are reading from, it actually is titled Misery Turned to Hope. And when you're praying about confession, I feel like it's such a cool thing when we bring our misery to God and we confess the things that we're struggling with. He can so easily turn that into hope. Yeah. And what an amazing exchange. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so counterintuitive to what we, how we think it works. Yeah. We think we just hide it, hide it, hide it, and we'll feel okay. Right. We won't feel ashamed. Yeah. But when we do confess to God, we feel free from it. Absolutely. So we so love y'all. And we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.